0: Welcome to Good Morning, the podcast on a mission to open up the conversation around grief and loss with honesty and humour.
1: Hosted by Sally and Imogen, we interview interesting guests to hear how losses shape their lives. Join us as we laugh, cry and drop the odd f-bomb.
0: Back to the good morning podcast. Hello, how are you? Im, yeah, I'm okay, I'm all right. Got a good. lot going on, <laughs> so much going on, guys. Yeah. Have we got an update for you? So, if you follow us on Instagram at Good Morning Podcast. You may have seen that we've been sharing lots of updates on our social media, but we have been busy bees at our end. Yes. So I think it's just managing all of those things and grief and life and motherhood. So it's totally it's a lot. And work and just yeah, oh, yeah. it's been full on. But so, so exciting. So you will have seen we've had a rebrand. So we've got a brand new website. We also have launched a newsletter. So definitely sign up for that. Um, we are going to be hosting a panel discussion at this year's Vivid Sydney in August. We are. No big deal.
1: MBD. Um, NBD.
0: So if you guys aren't familiar with Vivid Sydney, it's um, a festival that happens every year in Sydney. Um, and we're going to be hosting a panel discussion on grief we've got some amazing guests. So if you head to our Instagram or our website, you can find more details there. And how um, to get your tickets. Yes. So if you're based in Sydney or, you, or you're in Australia, definitely come along. We'd love to see you there. Um, what else has been going on, in? I had Layla's second birthday party. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, it was so me, much fun. Here's
1: me going, I'm just going to do something low-key at home, neck minute, jumping castle.
0: I did a 16-foot Bloody balloon garland. It looked amazing, though. I feel like, you know, you've got a career in balloon garland Oh, look, if all else fails, hit (laughs) me up for your balloon garlands. It was amazing. (laughs) It was such a fun day. It was so fun. It
1: was a tutu theme party because she's well into tutus at the moment. Um, So everyone was wearing a tutu. We even got you in one, didn't we, Sal?
0: Yep, and my husband. And your husband, (laughs) (laughs) Anne. And how did you find the day? Did you find, like, that it brought up some feelings, like some griefy feelings or...? So... The morning I had a little cry when I was just getting things ready
1: and I got a photo of mum which I put behind the cake table and just when I was doing that I felt a bit griefy, let myself have a cry and then I just made sure that I allowed myself to enjoy the day. And we'll Mm. talk about this more in this episode because it's very important. But I just thought, you know what, we all deserve to have some fun. We deserve to have a good time. And I just really allowed myself to just be really present and it worked. And I had a really great day. Good. And like the difference from her first birthday, which was three months after my mum had died, to now is just huge
0: well you didn't think that you could have a happy celebration oh never I was like
1: I'll never be able to celebrate a birthday and here I was a year later like putting on this big fiesta so it was really really nice and that's a a lovely way
0: to include your mum as well yes in the day
1: yep so we put a photo of her behind the cake table I lit a candle Um, my sister brought baby's breath which is a flower that reminds us of mum and we had that as well um, next to her photo so she was there and everyone felt her
0: there it was such a nice day and I'm glad that it was a happy day Yeah, for you guys. How have you been, Sal? I've been good. Yeah, I've been fine. Just um, really busy on... <laughs> Everything, Standard. yeah. You know, <laughs> regular listeners will know that I'm a busy bee, but yes, with everything that we've had going on for Good Morning, it's been a little bit uh, hectic. heckers <laughs> we're on the on the old Zooms on the reg, aren't we? Uh, yeah. The late night of each other, literally like midnight. I'll be lying there thinking about things. <laughs> I could not get to sleep last night. I was like doing like a mental checklist of like to do oh, in my no. head of all the things that we had to do. But anyway, it's here we are so, doing them. Here we are doing them. It's so exciting. Um, And today, guys, we are going to be talking about something that I think a lot of us who are grieving feel, but we don't always talk about it, and that is guilt, and the guilt that can come with grief. Massive,
1: massive topic, and we threw it out to you guys as usual, and we say it every time, but it literally was our biggest response.
0: So many of you came back to us with questions, stories, tips about how you deal with grief and, and guilt, which... Grilt. I'm coining it. The grilt. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit grilty today. Oh, have you got the gr- grilts today, mate? Oh,
1: you've coined <laughs> this, haven't you, Sal? The grilts. the grilts. The grilts. I got the grilts. The grief gilts. The griefy gilts. Which is very, very common. Um, so... Yeah, we really hope that you enjoy this episode and it's relatable and it helps you know that you're not alone in feeling this way because that's why we're doing this.
0: And before we jump into today's episode, just to say we are by no means experts. So these answers are just based on our personal experience, our opinions and thoughts. If you really are struggling in your grief, we do recommend that you seek help from a professional. So Im, Tell me about how guilt has manifested for you after your mum died.
1: Wow. It was probably the worst part of my grief
0: and still is. I think with a suicide loss as well, guilt can be quite a big kind of It's a factor. very,
1: very common response mm. to this type of loss. Um, I pretty much blamed myself for my mum's death. So I told myself that she'd still be alive. Like if I didn't say X, Y, Z or didn't do this or didn't do that. I thought that I had full control over her death and basically felt so much guilt for what had happened. That's so hard. Which is, just, it was excessive and it just was all consuming. And it's something that I delve into in quite a lot of um, detail in episode two of the podcast, where I share m- more of my story. Um, but yeah, I just had guilt for everything, guilt that I didn't see it coming, guilt that I didn't save her, guilt that I didn't go and see her in the final week before she died, Um, guilt for getting upset and
0: angry at her for silly little things over the years. Um, And none of that is, you know, what happened is not your fault and it's such a consuming, you know, the guilt. It consumes you, doesn't it, in those early days. And it's, like, paralysing.
1: Well, that's the thing is, like, I think you know... Like, my logical brain knows that it's not rational, but it still doesn't make it go away. And it's just, yeah, like, I I had to have people reassure me constantly that it wasn't my fault that my mum died. Like, I'm trying to deal with just the fact that she's died, but then I'm dealing with the fact that I blame myself that she's died. Like, it's just, it's mental.
0: So how did you move through that? Like, what helped you sort of move through those feelings? Um, talking about
1: it a lot yeah really helped like I had to go over one. and over and over details and scenarios and situations to kind of keep reminding myself that it wasn't my fault um so that was constant and probably very draining for my loved ones having to have those conversations with me over and over but I needed to do it to process yeah you have to go through that process I think with suicide loss you've got to go yeah go over every option and just work through it all until you come out the other side and you're like
0: okay it's good to verbalize it all as well right talk it out because if they give you internalize it it eats away at you and we are
1: big fans of getting it out (laughs) like get that shit out because otherwise it just this trauma manifests in your body and will come out in other ways absolutely yeah how about you Sal how do you think your grief manifested for you
0: I think for me, um, I felt a lot of guilt after mum died that I didn't live close by. So obviously I was living in Australia. She was in the UK. She passed away. I had to fly back to the other side of the world. So I, you know, I felt guilty about the fact that I didn't live close by. And then I have that kind of moves on to me feeling guilty about choosing to live my life in Australia and the fact that I didn't get to spend, you know, those times with her. I think, you know, in the last couple of years, I probably saw her twice just because of the distance. Um, So I feel guilty about the, the fact that, you know, I wasn't close by, you know, for the final years of her life. And also, I remember the last time I saw her She'd been in Australia for a month and we'd been together like in co- like constantly for a week and I'm not used, to, I haven't lived at home or with my mum since I was 17. I'm 34, I was 33 when she died. So it's a long time when you're spending all that time with like, you know, your your parent, like it is a long time. And anyway, like I feel like, I feel guilty because when she left i remember like sort of almost like rushing her into the uber <laughs> oh my god and i didn't know that that was the last time i was gonna see her am i terrible human
1: absolutely that? not it's just normal it's it? so
0: normal it's
1: like anytime people go to their in-laws and stuff they can't wait to go home or if the in-law come to stay they're like please fuck off go <laughs> home i've had enough it's so normal you did not know it was going to be the last time you were going to see your mum. otherwise it would have been a very different scenario
0: like six months later she was dead exactly so yeah, so i do I feel guilty about that but I have to tell myself I didn't you weren't to know like yes i did not know that was going to be the last time that i saw her and
1: do you have like weird guilt resurfacing from like when you because sal and i have talked about before how we were tearaway teens
0: you would not (laughs) think it now but we were you might with him because like she's (laughs) got calm down (laughs) oh my god such a tearaway teen i used to smoke in the toilet i can't walk out of class i was
1: like you what
0: i used to like walk out of like classes i used to subtly smoke in the toilets but sal told me when the teachers came in she didn't even care she just carried Honestly, I used to sit sit on the sinks and like they come in and I'd just carry on smoking. (laughs) And, like, I used to walk out of, like, classrooms if I didn't, like, if I wasn't interested in the lesson. Like, really, like, if, if you met me now, you wouldn't believe it. Well, you probably guess. You absolutely would not believe it. It's a whole different person. My poor parents, though. Like, I mean, I, I, now that I'm older, I can see why I went off the rails. Like, you know, there's lots of there's things. Lot that, like, going on. There was a lot going on in my teenage years. And same for you. Yeah. We had really similar situations. But, yeah, I do, I feel guilty for, like, what I put my mum through sometimes.
1: And I feel like I just wish that I... I had the wisdom to acknowledge that while she was alive like it did it took her dying for me to sit back and go, oh should have apologized for all the shit I put her through and then I feel weird guilt because I never got to
0: yeah I Preach know what is weird I definitely I think I did I have had the chat with my parents about I'm sorry for that but I think also like I can yeah I still feel guilty I think there's so many things that you know you think retrospectively like oh, I could have done that differently or you you, could, you can actually go to town with it, can't you? It's like pick an event and just hone <laughs> in <with> it. <laughs> and, and run with it, you know? Oh yeah, which is what we do. Yeah. We actually had um, a question from one of our Instagram community members asking, did I feel guilty living far away from my mum? And now that she's passed away, yes, but at the time when she was alive, I didn't actually feel that guilty because she was so supportive of me living my dreams, and I feel really grateful for that, that she was like, you are living an amazing life in Australia, and I fully support it. I love Australia, and you belong there. Um, whereas now that she's gone, that's kind of like the, the guilt about that has kind of happened since she passed away, because obviously I'm thinking about the times that I could have spent with her.
1: Yeah. And, she, and you know that she would absolutely still want you to be doing living your dreams no matter what happens. So I guess you've just got to keep reminding yourself that yeah. when you start to go there in your head.
0: It's just trying to, yeah, keep a rational rational mind. And
1: what things have helped you, Sal, with your grilt? <laughs> with my grilt?
0: <laughs> you know what? journaling and writing things out I find tangible things yeah so really cathartic so writing like a letter to say things that I didn't get to say to her before she passed and also writing that out in my journal I find really helps
1: yeah I had the journals going very early on I think I had like one for anger one for sadness and then one for just like writing regular shit oh to my mom God. i had so many journals going God, Next i've got them journals. actually up there i'm scared to ever open them <laughs> i just went to town in the no holding back that's the thing with journaling you just got to let it all out but like, it must have did you find it helped definitely because if i wasn't putting in the journal i'd probably be screaming at someone out in the shopping center taking too long you've got to get it out um i really wanted to share some incredibly useful information and tools that I found when I was having a hard time on another Instagram account, which is, um, at the big grief. So Olivia, who runs that account there, she shared some information on guilt help. And I had actually screenshot um, her stories when she sent them. And it's something that I kept dipping back into whenever my guilt started spiraling. So I thought I really wanted to share it with you guys because it helped me so much with my guilt, especially with anyone who's struggling with suicide loss. Um, so it's just all about the concept of creating order out of chaos. So without someone or something to blame, we have to accept that the universe may be unpredictable and chaotic. And if we think we could have done something differently, that would have changed the outcome of a loss that can provide comfort, that there is a rational order to things and that we have some control, which I think is what we all want, right? We want to feel like we're in control. Absolutely. Yeah. And when someone dies, we feel so out of control that our minds try to blame it on ourselves. So it feels like, well, I had something to do with that. So I've got control over this. It's pretty mental, isn't it? It is. It is. And if we accept that we never could have known or changed the outcome, we must accept that some things that happen are completely outside of our control. And as long as we hold on to the guilt, we have the hope that we could have had, we could have controlled the outcome. So this is a quote from um, the big grief. Guilt is a way of escaping the unbearable truth. It is a feeling that gives me some kind of power back, at least in my own reality, I could have done more to save them, but guilt is anchored in the past and the past is unalterable, and this gives guilt a special kind of destructive power.
0: Wow. I mean, that is pretty apt, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I feel like people are going to need to, like, rewind and listen to that a few times, but it's so powerful. Mm. Yeah, and helped me a lot in that we don't have control over our loved one dying, and if we did, we certainly wouldn't have let it happen. So it's something to remind yourself when you're in those depths of, of (laughs) guilt i'm just going to be using all the the time
0: (laughs) yeah and i think you know in terms of guilt manifesting and 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 kind of back to my point earlier where i said i've started thinking about or we both have started thinking about times where we kind of weren't feeling guilty when they were alive and all of a sudden now we feel guilty i think i think that can be quite common you know you can sort of just really start to reminisce but then kind of hook on to things to feel guilty for and one of our Instagram community members sent us a message to say that her mum died in a hospice when she um she was quite heavily pregnant and her mum had told her to go home and get some rest and at the time um, that she went home that was when her mum actually passed away and she didn't feel guilty for not being there for the first 18 months after her mum passed away it's only now that she's really starting to feel that guilt take over and she's asking herself things like why when I was 100% okay with that happening then am I starting to feel huge guilt now is it because I wasn't there and all the reasons that I weren't there are now a distant memory. And now all I can remember is the fact that I wasn't there.
1: So it's like a delayed grief, uh, delayed guilt response.
0: I mean, we absolutely feel you on this. And I think it's, it's really important to understand that while it's difficult, guilt is, is a normal grief response. So, maybe try and think about like what you would say to a friend if they were feeling this way, that definitely helps. And I know like we've got each other to sort of talk to and rationalise these feelings, but maybe think about, you know, can you say that to yourself? Um, And would that maybe help rationalise the fact that, you know, it's not your fault and there's nothing to feel guilty about, but it sounds like it's a bit of a delayed response, which I think is so, so common. Yeah, very normal.
1: And that's really good advice, something that I need to take on board as well. It's just, yeah, would you, would you tell your best friend that that had come to you with the same problem? Chances are probably not. Mm. Another listener question. Would love if you guys could cover the topic of feeling guilt for having fun after the loss of a loved one. Many times I've gone a few hours to almost a whole day and forgotten that my mum is gone. Then when I think about it, I feel so guilty, like I'm forgetting her or not keeping her present in my mind. Or life. This is something I asked you the other day, didn't I? So I was like, what's the longest you've gone now without thinking about your mum?
0: Yes. And it's been like maybe an afternoon, or I think even sometimes a day. That's massive. Yeah. I'm definitely not there yet, but good to know that that happens but I do feel guilty then if I haven't thought about her um or if I'm like oh haven't thought about mum for a wee while like what does that mean um Mm. but I think having fun as well like you know when we first lose a loved one we're so consumed by our grief and it actually can come as a shock when you feel happiness or like you laugh for the first time and I remember when I was back in the UK obviously it was bloody awful because my mum had just died and I was like it was shit, but then I was, like, surrounded by so much love from people, and I, like, was back with, like, like, so many of my best friends I don't get to see very often, and it, like, there were moments where I was having fun, and I was like, this is... Wow, and so soon after too. I think that's important for listeners to yeah. hear. Yeah, and I was like, this is fucked. Like, I'm out having, like, wine and dinner with friends and I'm having a good time, but my mum's just died and I feel shit, like, you know? And I think, obviously, as you move through, through your grief... You know you can be like oh I'm feeling happy but why am I feeling happy because they're not here and I'm grieving and this is shit and I think it's important to know that good feelings can coexist with grief and don't feel guilty for that because you're only human at the end of the day and like God, if you didn't have any of those moments of like happiness or fun like it you know it'd make a whole shit situation even worse. So, So true. I had a massive night out um, not too
1: long ago, and oh was- my god, yes! You were sending me voice notes. It was hilarious. Yeah, I was like, "Sal, where can I get single cigarettes?" Because my one of my vices is my guilty pleasures is when I've had a few drinks. <laughs> I like to have a cigarette. Cheeky,
0: sticky. But I didn't want
1: to buy a full pack because I can't deal with smoking and I'm totally grossed out by smoking but just wanted one. (laughs) So I was like, Sal, there's somewhere in the city you can buy single smokes because I know she had before. Anyway, I digress. Um, So, yeah, it was kind of like the first night I'd sort of gone out and really let my hair down and had some fun. And I remember I was just like tearing up the dance floor. I stayed out super late, had macas at like 2 a.m., you know, one of those really good nights out on the town and I had such a nice night and like obviously my mum was still there in the back of my head going don't forget I'm dead I can't forget that but my beautiful friends were so great that night and they just kept reminding me that I deserve to be happy mm. and I deserve to have fun and life is short as you and I both very well know Sal mm. but I just kept reminding myself and my friends kept reminding me it's like I deserve this I deserve to have fun you deserve to live your life because we think that our loved one has died I think there's a lot of guilt surrounding them not being able to experience life anymore so why
0: should we enjoy it if they can't you know what it's important to keep in mind that they wouldn't want us to be feeling you know shit all the time or they wouldn't want us to be carrying like a heavy load of guilt and it, it they would want us to be happy they'd be, want us to be having fun and I think it's I always try and keep in mind that happiness and sadness can coexist um so when I'm feeling like I'm having a happy day or I'm having fun and then I get the guilt because hey hang on a minute you know you get the you your knee deep in grief as well mate <laughs> um I try yeah I get the guilt. um <laughs> I have to remind myself that it doesn't have to be one or the other. That's solid advice. And you know what? There's another listener actually who has had a similar situation. So she's currently experiencing um, the guilt of enjoying her life. She was saying she's planning to go to Croatia in July. Her parents had lived there but hadn't been back for a while. And both of her parents have now passed on. And she said she felt this elation of happiness that she was kind of going to go there but then also within seconds this feeling of guilt and like a gut punch because her mum's never going to go and experience that again um and she feels guilt that she's going to go and experience that and enjoy herself Mm. I can relate to that can you absolutely yeah and
1: I think what is good to sort of for moments like that I don't know if you guys have had a chance to listen to our episode with David the medium yet but reminding yourself that they're still here in some form like their energy is here like we're still connected with them so when you're away in Croatia they're with you and I feel like for people that aren't you know that don't believe in spirituality and things like that they might not this might not resonate with them but if you're open to that I feel like that brings you and I quite a lot of comfort it's just trying to remind us that our mums are still here with us. Whenever you think about your loved one, whenever you talk about them, they're there with you. And, you know, it's hard though. Like I just had Layla's second birthday, as I mentioned, my mum died three months before Layla turned one and I just couldn't celebrate last year. I was in complete shock. And this year I went over the top, probably trying to compensate, overcompensate for everything. But just again, just reminding, just keep reminding yourself that you deserve to be happy. Your mum would want you to be happy and honour them on your holiday you know do something to honour them while you're there but go to their favourite restaurant you know buy their favourite meal and just feel them there with you and I think it's just so important to allow yourself to have fun and enjoy your life and as Sal mentioned earlier grief and joy can coexist and as cliche as it sounds your loved one would want nothing more than for you to enjoy the rest of your life if not for yourself in their honour.
0: Wise words, Tim. Thanks, mate. Serving up the wise words. And I think that's a really nice point. Um, If you are going to be doing something and you feel guilty that your loved one isn't going to be there to enjoy it, then involve them in that experience. You know, like we talk about when it's a milestone or an anniversary, like we on on my mum's anniversary, I did something that she really enjoyed and I felt connected to her because I was honouring her and involving her in that day. So you could perhaps think about doing something like that if you want to tie them into that experience because like you said they you know they are well we believe they are there with you so now on to some questions from our community so guys we got a lot of questions from you all um so we've tried to pick some that were quite common that a lot of you wrote in to ask um and if we didn't cover your question this time please do write in again when we've got our next q a and we'll try and cover it then So first question, is it normal to feel guilt for not wanting to spend extra time with family after my mum's death? Totally. I think that's pretty normal sometimes to want your own space after going through a big loss. Um, I think just taking it easy on yourself. If you are finding that you need to limit the time that you're with certain people that's absolutely fine I do think connection is important when you've experienced a loss so I um, wouldn't necessarily shut yourself off
1: but it's also exhausting like grieving is exhausting like I just wanted to sleep majority of the time like I think I was having two or three naps a day oh it was like one big hangover (laughs) yeah literally so you don't have it's like some people don't have the energy to spend time with anybody don't Don't judge yourself for that. Mm. Don't feel like you need to be doing anything that you don't feel like doing in that time. You've got to take care of yourself first and
0: foremost. Absolutely. Don't feel guilty for um, asserting some boundaries if you don't want to be seeing people all the time. I definitely would say connection is important for when you're grieving yes. so not isolating yourself by any means but definitely don't feel guilty if there are certain family members that you just don't feel comfortable being around that's totally fine. Yeah
1: on that connection thing I think it is important to at some point re-emerge from, yes. <laughs> from the grief cave and start you know getting out and about again and, and getting out and doing things and it's really foreign at first I remember the first time I went out to dinner and all those things it felt like the first time ever it's Mm -hmm. like you know we talk about when you're grieving it's two very different worlds from life before your loved one died and then life after we're different people the world feels different it feels a bit more unsafe so it's kind of like you're doing all these things for the first time again and they do feel strange but it is important to at some point emerge
0: And Im, I reckon this is one that you can relate to. So a listener has written in and said, how do you handle guilt that comes up when you wish you could have done more for your mum? Oh
1: gosh, I think this every day. I wish that I could have done more. I tell myself I could have done more, but I think the one thing to do is just try to normalise your guilt. And the more you make your feelings of guilt wrong, the longer they'll stay. Mm. So try to work with it rather than against it, I think really helps. So just knowing that like, okay, I'm feeling guilty. It's a normal response. Everyone that sort of, you know, has lost a loved one goes through this common response. And back to what I mentioned before of talking it out with someone as many times as you need to, no matter how irrational your thoughts may be, it helps to process. And if you haven't got someone to share them with, write them down as sal mentioned doing something tangible really helps or seek out professional help
0: wise words in and we had a similar story actually from another listener um, who was talking about her coping mechanisms with her guilt and how writing has really helped so she said that her mum passed away in february after a two-year battle with ovarian cancer and losing her mum in the midst of COVID was incredibly hard, and I just, I just can't imagine how difficult that would be losing a loved one during a pandemic. You're like, I,
1: I know guess. we were right on the cusp. I know I was mm. probably weeks out from having those restrictions at funerals after we had my mum's funeral, and I just, my heart goes out to anyone that couldn't have everybody there with them Mm. on
0: those days. I really feel so deeply for people that have had to navigate death um, of a loved one during, you know, the past 15 months. Yeah. Yeah, it's on another level.
1: It kind of, like, we've been forced to sit with ourselves and our grief, haven't we?
0: Because we were deep,
1: you know, it was full lockdowns happening here for a long, long time where we couldn't really go out and see anyone and there was no connection even though that's such an important thing in helping you deal with what's happened is connecting with your loved ones and people didn't have that opportunity
0: this listener said she felt really guilty that her mum didn't come home and die where she wanted to be but a way that she has um sort of processed some of that guilt is she writes in a journal and she also visits her mum's grave and talks to her mum as if she was still there And this is another thing that we were talking to David the Medium about in his episode. And he was saying, just talk out loud to your loved one because they can hear you. And it's something that we've both sort of said we struggle with because... I find it hard just to talk out loud to my mum, but it's something that I need to do more of. And I think this listener, the way that she's approaching, you know, writing in a journal and talking to her mum, like she's still here, I think that's a brilliant way to process her feelings, but also help, you know, she's got nothing to feel guilty for, but it's just it's just such a good way to verbalise it. Yeah,
1: even hearing you've got nothing to feel guilty for, you still feel guilty. So it's like you've just, yeah, got to find ways to manage
0: yeah the guilt I'm 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 writing it out and communicating and getting it out there is such a good way Yeah, and verbalize it talk to them we still struggle
1: with that but i do sometimes like before i had the psychic reading with that other woman i like talked to my mom the night before and said if you're there show me you know say butterflies and it came through so yeah talk to them how do you deal with your feelings of guilt and how do you cope with the what ifs i'm going to share a listener's story here because I feel like it answers the question really nicely Um, so this listener shared her story and how she approaches her guilty feelings we were told my mum wouldn't survive her cancer but that they were optimistic in terms of giving us time treatment made my mum very poorly and we were told to keep trying to build her up so we could discuss options it didn't work out that way and I didn't know what to look for out until death was right on our doorstep I feel guilt for not seeing it but when I think back we did the best that we could with the information we had at the time. I try to imagine what she would have said about it and she definitely wouldn't be as hard on me as I'm being on myself. She always told me I was way too hard on myself.
0: Yes to this. I think it's really important to consider what they would have said to us if they knew we were feeling guilty for certain things. Um, And I think if your thoughts start spiraling, just try and identify like some positive things that you did do, like this listener, you know, try and think about what they would be saying to you or how they would want you to feel.
1: Yes. And I think the thing is as well, like obviously Sal and I, our mums died suddenly, but I think when you have a loved one who's got an illness or a terminal diagnosis a lot of the time people are carers for their loved one and Mm. then they feel guilty after they've died wondering if they did everything right by them, whether they could have done something different, you know, at the end of their life, were they happy with how I managed their death, like all of those things I think go through people's mind when they're caring for someone who's sick and they start to, yeah, you worry about, did you do it right for them? And I think the fact that you are worrying about that shows that you care. So yes, you would have done everything in your power to be right. And I think in those situations, it's so hard. And when you're caring for someone like Mm. how draining emotionally and mentally draining it is, Oh, you,
0: so incredibly hard because you're dealing with that anticipatory grief, but then you're also dealing with like looking after your loved one. And I think, yeah, it's really important to remember and try and identify some of the positive things that you did do. My young son died and I feel guilty that I couldn't be the same mummy I was before to my kids. How do I fix this? Oh, I feel this. Over to you, mate. Yeah. (laughs) Look,
1: when I first became a mum... I was like solely focused on that role only, so I just, I just started to find my feet at nine months when my mum died suddenly. So I went, pretty much went from being a new mum listening to parenting podcasts or pureeing all these vegetables. You know, I was doing like all these mum things, and then next minute I'm a trauma survivor, and my focus has shifted entirely to learning how to survive and keep myself alive for my child. So I think when you experience trauma, like the loss of a child, it can take every ounce of your being to stay afloat. So let go of the expectation of what you should be doing and just allow yourself the time to heal. I think it's so important because we can be so hard on ourselves. And I think probably the best advice I was given was that the best kind of mother is the good enough mother.
0: So just remember that uh, if it's good enough, it's bloody good. Cause I think the mum guilt can be on a, like another level, right? I don't have kids, so I don't know, but from friends that Absolutely. have kids, like it sounds like it is, you know, the mum guilt is real.
1: Yeah. We're judging ourselves all the time. And I mean, mum guilt's a whole nother episode, <laughs> but you feel guilty for everything. Like I feel guilty, you know, I've, I don't have a a lot of energy, especially in those early days. And so if I let Layla watch too much TV, then I felt guilty about that because I wasn't engaging with her enough or reading to her enough. Like you feel guilty for everything. Like if I don't have an amazing meals, healthy meals cooked for a, three times a day every day like I feel like a failed mum and then you start comparing yourselves with all the other mums that are out doing you know Instagram shoots in the park like just let go of the expectation and the best thing you can do is just forgive yourself if you're giving your children love and that is that is honestly what matters the most at the end of the day and the rest will come in time so just take the pressure off yourself and the fact that you've written this into us shows that you care Mm. so just maybe focus on that for now that you are a caring mum and what you're going through is just unimaginable and just take it day by day Mm. don't even look back at things that you've done and just know that you're doing the best that you can in a really tough situation
0: we're so sorry that that that's what you're going through and yeah sending you lots of love Yeah. One listener's written in to say that she struggles with the days that she feels okay and then she feels guilty that she's having a happy day and that she should be feeling more griefy. This is for you, Sal. Oh, this is for me.
1: (laughs) I'm just griefy all the fucking times.
0: I think it's totally normal um, to hold opposing feelings, you know, at the same time. Like, sometimes... I mean, we're humans, we're, you know, we're a contradiction anyway. Like, you know, we we often have contradictory feelings. I think it's completely normal to feel, you know, happy one moment and griefy the next and then feel guilty that you're feeling happy. And uh, just, just let yourself be, as we mentioned earlier, know that happiness and sadness can coexist. Um, don't feel bad for the days that you feel okay. I can totally relate to feeling like, you know, one day I'm like, oh, feeling okay today, not feeling very griefy. And then I'm like, well, why aren't you feeling griefy? Like, you know, you should be be feeling this, your mum's dead. But I think it's just understanding that it's absolutely okay to have those okay days and embrace them. Relish in that, Mm -hmm. relish in that
1: day, honestly, because you don't want to be living the rest of your life in deep, deep sadness. We can't function. like that and you've got other loved ones around you that want you to be happy as well so really as hard as it is to hear just relish those days
0: where you feel good and we actually had one of our listeners from finland i love how we're international here um, (laughs) reached out about something similar she said her mum, who was her best friend died suddenly a few months ago to quote her I don't feel guilty about what I did or what I didn't do while she was alive, but I do feel guilty about how my grief is looking. I'm fully functional. And even though I'm angry and sad and I miss her like crazy, I'm just doing so much better than I ever would expected, have expected. Anyone, does anyone else have the experience of this? Like I feel guilty about my grief process because it's just not as griefy as I thought it was going to be. And it's not, in any way, reflective of the bond that I had with her and how much she meant to me, but I'm just doing better than I thought I would. I can absolutely relate to this. I I kind of just cracked on with things after mum died. I didn't really have the opportunity to grieve for a few months because I had to deal with her estate and it was kind of like all systems So wo- much going on. And then I ended up going back to work and that was kind of like, weirdly, I found that I was like firing on all, all cylinders and even I was like, what the hell is going on here? I was literally like, I probably performed the best that I have at work. That is like, so weird. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> um, and yeah, like I have days where I'm like, okay, I'm fine. Like I'm just cracking through things and I feel fine and I feel like I'm co- like coping. And then I'm kind of thinking to myself, well, am I supposed to be on the floor here or not? Like I feel, why am I you know, functioning okay and I absolutely can relate to how you are you are feeling in this because um, I think it's just important to know that it's absolutely fine if you're coping a certain way and just if you're not on the floor, um, you know, and you're not feeling like debilitated by your grief, that is absolutely fine because everyone deals with things differently and it doesn't mean that your mum meant any less to you. You're just coping with your grief in a different way and there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to grief and I think we've said it before and I'll say it again, like you can't out-grief someone, everybody's grief is different. So if you are finding that you've taken yourself by surprise because you're actually coping better than you thought you would, then that's great and embrace that. It doesn't mean that you're not feeling the feels and you don't miss your mum and she meant any less to you it's just that you're the way that you are dealing with your grief is you know manageable and And I think that's absolutely fine
1: and the irony of it is I think we'll probably have listeners listening to this as well who haven't had those days yet where they feel okay and then they're probably judging their grief going I should be feeling okay now so you know that's the irony of it we all think that we should be doing our grief differently and we're all judging how we're grieving but there really is no right or
0: wrong way and however you are today however you are next week it's all normal absolutely everyone's grief is different so please don't judge yourself whether you find that you're coping or at the moment you're not coping just be kind to yourself just be gentle on yourself just remember that everyone's grief is different and you're doing the best that you can absolutely
1: and guys, I love giving you homework. So M is the uh, yeah master headmaster head, M headmaster M. <laughs> so I wanted to give you this homework. So if you find yourself getting stuck on a thought or a feeling that you cannot move past. Byron Katie, who is an author of the work, encourages people to ask themselves four questions. So I'm going to give you these four questions. And then next time you're feeling stuck in the grilts, ask yourself these things. So write them down. So consider the thought that you can't get past. Write it down and then ask yourself, one, is it true? Yes or no? Two, can you absolutely know that it's true? Yes or no? three how do you react slash what happens when you believe that thought what feeling does that thought create within you what sort of behavior what response number four who would you be without that thought so for this to be useful you have to be completely honest with yourself but I think it's such it's such great work. And I, Sal, I think you told me to do something similar to this at one point, wasn't it? It's kind of that that cognitive behavioral therapy where you challenge your thoughts and be like, "Hang on a minute,
0: is that actually legitimate?" Like that stepping it out, that process is I find really helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. So I hope that helps you guys um, as much as it has for me. And yeah. And I think, yeah, it's good to just be really honest with yourself when you're doing these kind of exercises. Just don't try and just go there. Don't judge
1: yourself as you go along and or reword things. Like whatever, right. how irrational or ridiculous the thought is, write it down.
0: And that's a wrap for our Up Close and Griefy episode on grief and guilt, a.k.a. grilt. It was
1: a big one. I feel like we're just overdoing that now. No, it's a thing. We're making it a thing. I'm going to do an Instagram post about it.
0: You know what? We took it there with the grief sesh. We've had people, we had so many listeners say, I'm having a grief sesh. Yeah. Oh, my God, I okay. love the grief Feeling sesh. Feeling grilty
1: to get, can you guys just like drop in our DMs and let us know if you're having a grilty day because that would make our
0: day. Tell us on stories if you're having a grilty day or tag us. Just let yeah, us know tell us all you, about your grill if you're in the grill yeah um, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode then if you could leave us a rating or a review on apple podcast that helps good morning get seen by other people
1: and if you know anyone who might benefit from listening to this podcast please do spread the word about good morning